victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, as they say on Blood Drive, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, and then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Uh, And uh, as you all know, if you've listened for any amount of time, it's not always a horror movie. Uh, as is the case this week. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation, Uh, but we also want to point out how the presentation of the film can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very, very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. Now, if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there's always going to be spoilers when we discuss anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. Uh, this is usually a horror podcast, sometimes a superhero yeah. <laughs> or action podcast. Today it is, but... I. Can almost guarantee you that there's going to be some four-letter words, probably not too far <laughs> removed from this sentence. <laughs> yeah, well, there were a few in the in the Spidey movie, so oh, yeah, I guess we can do it. Um, but horror movies do tend to be R-rated, folks, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. Uh, I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And tonight, we've got a very special uh, guest uh, here in the THR studios. She's all the way from Music City. Nashville, Tennessee. It's Melissa from Two Dead Chicks. Uh, how's it going, Melissa? Hey, y'all. What's going on? <laughs> I felt like I need to use y'all in there at some point since I am from Nashville. Oh, so now well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> you fit right in here. You fit in. From Texas. I don't know what Brian says in Alaska. Brian? Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. Brian may as well be from Houston. He's <laughs> He's got family and stuff here. All right, well, Melissa, tell uh, tell our listeners all about Two Dead Chicks, what you guys do, where we can find you, you know, all the, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so uh, Two Dead Chicks is, is the podcast that I do with one of my best friends, uh, Kia. And basically, we dissect each episode of The Walking Dead and, you know, kind of talk about it from a lady's perspective. And uh, we do a lot of really horrible impressions of Daryl and, uh, you know, just have fun, talk about uh, how many times we would have died per episode. That's kind of our thing. That's uh, where the two dead oh, chicks came cool. from. I like that. Uh, so we've already died like 85 times. I don't even know. Like it's it's obscene. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. Just look up Two Dead Chicks and you can also find us at twodeadchicks.com. 
Awesome. awesome. Well, we we uh, we always start our show traditionally with something that we call Cool of the Week. Um, actually, so I just finished the uh, season five of the show Wentworth on Netflix. Have you guys heard of it? Uh, it's is it Australian or, or British? It is Australian. Yeah, okay. it's Australian. I have heard of it. I've never seen it. Oh my gosh, y'all! It's like <laughs> people it, love it. It man. makes <laughs> it makes Orange Is the New Black look like Sesame Street. Oh. Like it is dark as book <laughs> yeah somebody else is telling me to watch that too it's so good um yeah and each season gets progressively better and i feel like you can't say that about a lot of shows yeah um they usually have at least one or two slow kind of seasons in there but this show just it's insane it's so good cannot say enough good things about it i'll have to check that out man that made me my next thing i think I, the only thing that I've watched <laughs> this week uh, for my cool of the week, though, is uh, Shameless, uh, also on Netflix. <laughs> Although I think it's a Showtime show or some shit, but I don't know. I think so. Yeah. My wife is uh, my wife is stuck on it, so I've I've come <clears throat> in and, and watched a few episodes, and uh, I, I think I definitively hate and love every character in this thing all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes of it. I know what yeah. you're talking about. The worst people on the planet is what right? they're like. They are really good. <laughs> but in a at, lovable way, right? Yeah, they're, they're really lovable, but God damn it, dude. At, like, every decision they make is bad. It's like when, <laughs> when given the opportunity, they just make the bad decision every time. Of course, it just keeps the show going. <clears throat> what about you, Brian? Oh, I've oh my gosh. I've seen so many movies since uh, we last recorded. It's been a long week, huh? Yeah. Um, well, and you're still working I'm going to go list. with, yeah, well, uh, I did get one movie off that list uh, from uh, another one from Kevin, uh, Reform School Girls with, with Wendy, Wendy O. Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like the talk show host? <laughs> No, oh, no. Okay. The uh, <laughs> this is wasn't uh, she in a she in a she in a punk band back in the day. Okay, yeah, That's... she was she was in a punk band. I got listen, you. you know what band she was in? What now? Do you know what band uh, Wendy o. Williams was in back in the eighties? I I do not. Our listener Darren Wilson will know and he will tell us. Yeah, because he's okay. a punk drummer. So oh, okay. We'll wait to hear from him. I, I'm not even going to Google it, Darren. We're going to wait for you to tell us. <laughs> That'll be our listener um, feedback for next week. <laughs> Oh, what else did I watch? Um, hmm. I'm going to go with the one that probably surprised me the most because I did not like the first two movies was uh, the new Triple X movie. Really? Uh, yeah, it, it it's basically Fast <laughs> it's and Furious. It's, it's basically, I'm kind of waiting for a mashup. Like, maybe that could be the next Fast and Furious movies when he finds out he has a twin brother named Triple X. I'm, I'm all for that. But like, oh, Brian. Ice Cube and Vin Diesel. <laughs> yes. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that would, that'd probably be my most surprising because I, I was not a big fan of the, either one of the first two. So that's probably my cool right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was uh, check it out. I was on a plane for like twenty four hours total between going up to Europe and back. So I got to I, I, I read two books <laughs> and I probably watched. Uh, four or five movies. I was going to say High Rise. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie High Rise. It's no. like so no. fucking bizarre that it was uh, Tom Hiddleston in it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's an all-star cast, man. Really? Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really great cast. I've never even heard of it. But uh, I think my cool of the week and you guys are probably going <laughs> to you think this is a little odd for a horror podcast. 
but my wife and I, when we were in, uh, we spent the one day in Paris, and that night we we actually went to see the live Moulin Rouge show. Oh, it was that... fucking amazing! <laughs> I, I was not expecting to to like it at all. And uh, how can you be mad at that for a cool of the week? I mean, <laughs> they, the right? the, co- the colors, the colors that they used, and all the costume changes, and yeah, what the, it, it's kind of like sure a, the set design was real awesome. Set design was amazing. The burlesque show. It, it was kind of like <laughs> I, I think it's kind of like the precursor to uh, Cirque du Soleil because I mean this it's been there for. A lot longer than Cirque yeah. du Soleil's been out, but I can see a lot of similarities. Um, you know, that and ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of ass. <laughs> lots, lots of tits. <laughs> there you go. Really? <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. No, but all kidding aside, it was a great show. Cool. So that's the cool of the week. All right, so we're moving on. Uh, Brian, what time is it, man? All right. Um... Save me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need this, but we are getting a Grudge reboot. Huh. Mm, um, this is coming from director Nicholas Pesh. And I did not write in my notes. He just previously did something that we've all seen. Oh, The Eyes of My Mother, the oh. director of that movie. Is no doing the Grudge reboot. Yes. Then I will give it every opportunity. Have you seen that movie, Melissa? I have not. It's actually, uh, it's kind of a darling of this podcast, wouldn't you guys say? We talk about it almost every week, one way or the other. Super quirky and weird and creepy. (laughs) That sounds like me. I need to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. It's 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 a really good movie. It's definitely slow, and it's not funny at all. It's you're gonna finish watching it and just kind of stare at the screen for a minute and go, "What the fuck did I just watch?" But all right, then I think it's worth it. Um, Lionsgate is in talks to pick up the rights for the new Hellboy movie, which is currently filming right now. Okay. And uh, we are definitely, they said it's definitely going to be a gory R-rated movie, and there are going to be plenty of practical effects, which Who, we've all talked about. Right. We need who's more playing, practical effects in movies. Who's yeah. playing Hellboy? Yeah, but um, no, no Ron Perlman, huh? No, I can't remember the actor's name. He is uh, the sheriff in uh, Stranger Things. Oh right! Oh, that guy! Yeah. Come on! He kind of has a has the look. His face kind of has the look. I think. You think so? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Does it? He's going to be <laughs> under heavy makeup. I I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. <laughs> That's true. That is fair. That's fair. I don't know. About I mean, that. I'm I'm all for it. I mean, we're we're getting another Hellboy movie, and Strange it's going to be actually right. R rated instead of PG or whatever PG thirteen. Well, that's good. At least horror movies are, uh, or uh, comic book movies are going the way of you know real movies and getting real with it. Yeah, um, a movie that was <laughs> done filming like at least a year or two ago, Leatherface, is finally getting released October twentieth. Okay, is, is this the one where he's uh, it shows him as a as a teenager or something? Yeah, I could skip on this one. So Did you hear about this, Melissa. I'm sorry, what? Leatherface, where he's uh, it shows Leatherface as a teenager. Yeah, th- that's going to be interesting. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> What's the point? Right? I'll watch it. I'm interested. Really? Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I don't know, man. It's hard to yeah, tell just hits, from an idea. True. Until yeah, you see hits it, you theaters and it's theaters and VOD on October twentieth. Still don't have a trailer for it though. Oh, which okay. is odd. Mm. 
and video on demand uh, concerning that does not yeah. well. uh deep blue sea 2 is filming as we speak <laughs> and it sounds like a piece of shit really it I don't say nobody from the original is returning okay. and it is going to it is going to be on the sci-fi channel oh well yeah I don't know. The Sci-Fi Channel has had a bit of a renaissance lately. I think with sharks. <laughs> no, well, yeah, obviously the Sharknado movies, but you know they've got like I was um, earlier. I referred to Blood Drive. Yeah. Have you seen that yet, Melissa? I have not. Oh, is that on Sci-Fi? Yeah, yeah. Blood Drive is okay. on Sci-Fi, and I don't know how they get away with all the f bombs in there. Brian, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Cable landscape has completely changed, I guess, as far as what the uh, yeah you what think, they're allowed to do now, huh? You can thank South Park for that. Is that what happened? Yeah, they were the first ones to drop an f bomb. Okay, wait a so, minute. They can say fuck on sci-fi. I'm confused. Oh yeah. Oh, but fun, if they can't say it on AMC, why can't they say it on AMC? Come that's on, AMC. That's what I'm wondering. I was wondering the yeah. same thing because it would fit right in. I mean, that's what everybody. That's what so many people are pissed off about. With uh, Negan's character, right? Is yeah. that he's not allowed to be Negan from the comic book. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> Very annoying. Yeah. No I'm, shit. I'm, I am going to write a strongly worded letter to AMC. I'm going to use fuck a lot. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. That's probably the right way to word it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> to the censorship committee. That would that would go over great. <laughs> Come on, Philip. Um, You're going to get the point across, see, man. Uh, but uh, no, no uh, hold on, Brian. So Sci-Fi has has yeah. the Expanse also. Have you guys? Has anyone seen the Expanse? Oh, no. that's with. Uh, Not yet. It, it is in my he queue. Gave us a soundbite. Uh, we met him at the uh, Comic Palooza. Yeah. But yeah, Chad Coleman. You you will know him very well, Melissa, from The Walking yes, Dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and oh, also he played on some dumb like Michael Jackson like biopic kind of movie on Lifetime, which really? was. Horrible. Well, hey, you got to work. <laughs> it is my time. <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Chad, what are, what are you doing, bro? Come on. Nobody's got to eat. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But come on. <laughs> this is some shit. <laughs> right? Uh, what? Uh, oh, um, also coming from sci-fi, uh, they just greenlit the pilot for Tremors, the TV series. I, I heard about that. So it's really happening. Yeah. Yep, starring Kevin Bacon and Ooh. produced by Blumhouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Where, what mm. channels are going to be on? Yeah. Sci-fi. Well, it's, there you uh, go again. Yeah. That's why I asked. <laughs> um, this, this one, I'm more, I'm more confident in this one. They're actually putting a lot into it as to oppose the Deep Blue Sea sequel, which I don't know who's in it. Never heard of anybody who's in it or... I, I mean, if Kevin Bacon's on board, then uh, I I don't think I could be mad at it. Nope. Yeah. Can't be too bad, right? And, uh, okay, what do we got here? Um, uh, uh, streaming channels that are, or streaming services that are competing with Netflix or they're developing uh, more and more uh, TV shows. Uh, Amazon's got a zombie comedy show starring <laughs> heard, uh, Evil Dead and Don't Breathe's Jane Levy. Yeah, it's oh. going to have Jane Levy. And Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Has really? been casted. Yes. Is she a zombie? She kind of already looks like one. Oh! Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. I've, she's been really pretty in a couple of movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Jay Levy's also been casted in Hulu's um, uh, series, uh, Stephen King and J.J. Abrams series, Castle Rock. Okay. Along with uh, Sissy Spacek and Melanie Linsky, who... Uh, what? We've all just seen Melanie Linsky in uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, the yeah, Netflix she's great. movie. She's great. Yeah. Hmm. She was the only so, good part. She was the only good part of that uh, anthology movie XX. That's one of the ones I saw on the airplane, too. Oh, right. It was very meh. Yeah. It just wasn't that great. I kind of felt the same. She way. was good in it. Yeah. There was, yeah. yeah. That, was, she, that, was, her, a, that was a fun segment. That was a fun segment. It was obviously more comedy than, you know. Yeah, I don't remember it, the whole movie, was but I, I do remember I liked one one or two of the segments were pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that sounds like a sounds like a pretty good cast. So is Sissy Spacek going to ironically play Carrie's mother or what? You Sissy know, is, I'm, it is I'm in King's hearing. Universe, so. I'm hearing she's going to play some somewhat of a character that is in that whole universe. So interesting. That would um, be a turnaround, wouldn't it? That'd okay. be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no release date on that series or the Amazon series, so um, I'll keep everybody posted. And that is all the news we have. Big names on TV. All right. Well, uh, so Melissa, now you live. Um, you're you're pretty close to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, right? In fact, I am. I am in okay. Nashville, Tennessee. Actually, you know what? We we may get a chance to, to to go by and have a drink with you because my wife and I are going to come out there next June. We're going to the uh, to the uh, what are the, what are the music awards that they have up there? CMT, I think, is the one that they always do in uh, Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, the CMA Fest. Yep. Yes. Yes. CMA. I'm sorry. To do it. We will be out there. We'll be out there next. Really? Uh, yep. Yep. We'll be out there for. Well, actually, we're gonna spend three or four days there. And then I think we're going to spend three or four days in Memphis, kind of a road trip type thing. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll check it out. But uh, I'm guessing that y'all got trailer parks up there. A few, a few. One or two? Maybe not a as few. many as here in Texas. Okay. Not, not, not a lot, but there's, there's definitely some. All right, well, as with every show, before the tornado hits them. Uh, so we take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird, probably more often than not. Right. Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? We are going to talk about another wolf cop. Another wolf starring cop. Starring Leo <laughs> Fafard, uh, Amy Maceo, and Jonathan Cherry. Um, what did you guys think about this one? Uh, first of all, let me ask every, uh, who all has seen the original Wolf Cop? That was going to be my next question. Okay. No, I've seen it. I think me and Brian then, huh? Yeah. What'd you think, Brian? Um, I didn't like it as most people did. Same here. It was, it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was a little hyped. I mean, there was some, you know, good, good effects in it here and there, you know, it was, had some good funny moments, but. It's not nothing I needed a sequel for. What what did you what did you think about the me, the meta the the urinating and meta, meta, metamorphosing scene? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, like I said, they, they did some different things one. in this movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> they did some different things in this movie, so um I don't know. I uh, it looks like the same things going on as in the first movie, so this is probably not something I'm gonna rush out to see. 
<laughs> I tell you what, though, coming from somebody who's never heard of Wolf Cop before, um, uh-huh. I was kind of impressed with the trailer. It looks super funny. <laughs> well, hey, Kevin, Kevin Smith gave it an endorsement. Right, he was he was in the trailer. What do you what are you thinking about this, from Melissa? I was like, what did I just watch? I know, right? <laughs> I thought I was watching an ad Great for the point. trailer until it I, like was I, over, and I was like, oh, was that it? Oh, that was the actual trailer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, a little bit out there, huh? A little, uh, yep. <laughs> definitely comedy horror. At definitely, low definitely. budget finest. <laughs> Well, let me. I, I will put it this way: You guys know how I feel about uh, the void, and a lot of people really love the void this year. So, in my opinion, this could be at least not the worst Canadian horror slash. Oh wow! You're you know, put it up there movie for the huh? I'm just <laughs> guessing. I'll watch it, but I'll wait till Netflix because I know the first one's on Netflix. So I'm sure that if we're patient, that. Uh, with, within six months from now, we'll be able to see this one there as well. Oh, yeah, dear God. I don't plan on no, that. For sure. I don't, for sure. I don't even think that long. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't be in the in the theater with your loonies and your toonies and the going all the way to Canada to see it, huh? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Uh, on. <laughs> uh, next one we're going to talk about is The Cult of Chucky, starring yes! Brad Duroff, Fiona Duroff, uh, Andy Vincent. Or Alex Vincent, I'm sorry, and Jennifer Tilly, which oh, I have man. not a clue. How is she in this series still? She well, like, died, right? Yeah, she died, but I mean, she's still Spoiler there. Spoiler alert! So, <laughs> I mean, she was in the she was in the uh, in the stinger at the end of uh, at the end of the last movie. So, why wouldn't she be in? Yeah, it, I was you know? confused. Uh, yeah. Um. What did you guys think? Because I, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know about I, this I, one. This... I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. Chucky is probably my second favorite uh, villain of all time after Freddy Krueger. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Melissa, what are you thinking? Look, that damn doll scares the fuck out of me. Right. I don't. I, I'm not here for this. I, <laughs> I hate that thing. I'm like, no, no, he's not back. I refuse. I refuse to. No, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> Lance dressed as Chucky for Halloween last year. I sure did. <laughs> I don't come near you, sir. <laughs> Little known fact. And then my wife was uh, was Tiffany. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. You she's, were the punisher. She was pulling it off. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was fun. I will tell you this, Jennifer Tilly, she's in a lot of those uh she she's actually a professional uh poker player. And you catch oh, wow. her a lot of the, yeah, you can catch her a lot on ESPN playing poker in some of those uh tournaments and for her age, she is still gorgeous, man. And my wife, I asked my wife, I said, "Do you think she's had a lot of work done?" And she said, "I don't really think so, you know. She she doesn't really it looks kind of natural." Yeah. So if she did have any work done, it was like natural looking work, you know? She had a very good plastic surgeon. She didn't fuck with her face. Whoever fixed Chucky, let me put it to you this way. Whoever fixed Chucky after the after two movies ago is not the same plastic yeah. surgeon that worked on her. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but yeah, I can't I cannot stress how much I'm looking forward to this movie. Yeah. I gotta say it looks I, like another Chucky movie. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I'll watch it, but it, it's gonna, I'm sure, fall into the mix of all the 15 of them. No, there's not uh, 15, Philip. Come on, dude. <laughs> Jesus. 
I believe it's getting a straight to DVD release date. I saw that uh, too, o- man. October twenty third. Well, Jennifer Tilly's right, well, trying to carry movie. I'll be there. <laughs> and probably the biggest trailer to come out in the past, uh, well, I guess a week or two. Um, Jumanji. Yeah. Oh Welcome God. to the jungle. Uh, the only redeeming quality about this was The Rock. Period. I'm, I'm not mad at it. Ah, it fucking sucked. I, I, when I, I, they actually showed this before Spider-Man, and I thought I was watching. I literally, honestly thought, is this a remake of The Breakfast Club? Oh, I did too. Yeah, no, it looks like Breakfast Club in the jungle. <laughs> it does. It was, <laughs> Melissa, what, what are your thoughts? Come on. Okay, well, honestly, my knee-jerk reaction when I got this one from you guys, I was like, is that really? Like, they're making one of these. Why are they doing that? Yeah. But it's actually kind of cute. I mean, right? it's funny. Like, the, it, there was definitely a good comedic value there. Uh, I liked seeing, you know, like, who's going to correspond and play each character, like each kid. Like, I thought that was cute. I was like, all right, all right, I can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at The Rock in this role, and no. a lot of times I, I, I kind of don't like him in those super cheesy, you know, like Disney kind of really? movies. Even, oh, he's great in those movies, man. The Game uh, Plan, The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. He's awesome in those roles, man. And I feel like you're being sarcastic, and I just don't No, I'm not it. being sarcastic at all, dude. They're very heartwarming. I mean, he's awesome. I would have left the Tooth Fairy out of that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, it was funny, dude. It was funny. It was ironic. I guess you guys I'm, don't I'm, understand the irony of seeing the rock in a two-person costume. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with Jesus you on. I'm with you on the game guys. plan. I'm with you on the game plan, but you lost me a tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I can't even help you with Alan. I'm sorry. I, I don't okay. mind him. That's cool. No, no, no. That's all right. <laughs> the irony flew over everybody's head. Get it? No, no, it sure didn't. I got it. All right. Because it, it's tried. ironic. Um, it's not supposed to be taken literally. Yeah. Because the tooth fairy Jesus has wings. Christ, guys. <laughs> how right. do you? Uh, how do you? How do you guys feel that this is not a reboot? This is a sequel. Sequel. Um, I think it's better than yeah. not a reboot. I yeah, mean, they I are guess. gonna. They said that they're gonna pay homage to uh, Robin Williams in this. Okay, and his character. Well, that's good. I mean, they should. So. You know, he. Robin Williams has had a lot of awesome, awesome roles over the years. This the or Jumanji wasn't my favorite of his, but if they're gonna pay homage to him, I'm 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 all for that. It's yeah. got a hell of a cast. I think it'll be funny. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a little down on Kevin Hart. I feel like he's in uh, no too many in, things. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now he's back to short jokes. You know, right. where's the rest of my body? I love that. I lost two feet. <laughs> that was funny. That was right. funny. <laughs> well, hold on. I think I'm the same height he is. Hold on now. Before we get too far into oh, the short I jokes, I don't know. Kevin Hart's pretty short. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, um, I, what I do we get? Definitely, I will definitely see it. Uh, probably enjoy it, but I not unless Brian, unless you make us see it for the podcast, I probably you know what I on opening day. I had an idea. I had an idea because we there is nothing coming oh, out fuck. during that time. Every time and, you get uh, an idea, why do I seem to suffer? Ah, uh, you always uh, this. That. Well, this they won't be like suffering it. because uh, I think this is an opportunity to bring the kids back on this one. Okay. Oh. Okay. Right. That'd be fun. Probably so uh, do a double feature, uh, this one and the original. I was throwing that idea out there. So I'll right. suffer through it for the kids. <laughs> for the children. Uh, release date, <laughs> uh, December 20th. 
Okay, when? so Christmas time. Oh, December twentieth. Yeah. Oh, cool. Maybe we can do a couple of Christmas movies too, or something. All right, we'll see how it goes. I like it. I'll All right, and uh, <laughs> that is our last trailer. Now wait a minute, hold on. Before we move on, I'm I'm on IMDb here, and I see the director. <clears throat> All right, we're looking at Jumanji. It, it's actually officially called Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Okay, yes, good. Sir. He's, He's he's actually three inches shorter than me. I feel better. Okay. All right. So we're looking at, uh, let's see, Jake Kasdan. Is that Lawrence Kasdan's son? I do he's not the, know. He's the director. It kind of makes you wonder. He's he's produced a lot. Okay, I'm not even going to look any further into it. Listeners, if you can uh, let us know, is, is Jake, is Jake uh, Lawrence Kasdan's son? Because he's done some great movies. Then I'll give it a chance, and we'll send you a T-shirt. So the first person who can uh, send us an email at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com and answer that question for us, T-shirts coming your way. Unless, unfortunately, like like Marcy, you're in Australia, and it costs us like $100 yeah, to send it to that. you. In which case, I think Brian may have a few uh, codes for you we can provide. Yes, sir. All right. We'll hook you digital up download codes to give away. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, just get an email with it says no. Yes. <laughs> uh, is that it for the trailers? Yes, sir. I don't think so. All right. Gene's uh, reviews on YouTube. Uh, you can find him by going to YouTube and typing typing in Gene's reviews regular dude, and regular dude is all one word. Uh, these are short film reviews uh, from the point of view of a regular dude. Always quick and easy to watch, and we recommend checking them out. Cool. All right, shout out, Gene. Yeah, love watching your reviews, man. And I think he's coming around to eyes eyes of my mother. He's seen it a second time. So let us know what you think about that, Gene. It's definitely got some weirdness. Uh, on the uh, Horror Returns group page, uh, Bo Burchell from Tennessee posted, uh, "I'm really excited about the Gunslinger coming out. Uh, so much as I am reading the first two books again. He's talking about the tower, right? Right, the dark the tower. The dark tower. Absolutely. There you go. I'm reading the went through the keyhole right now, which is kind of like a, a little prequel. Uh, he says he looked at the cast for this. Uh, am I the only one a little off by the fact that McConaughey is playing the man in black? Uh, I feel like a better fit would be like Ray Liotta or someone like that. Hopefully I'm not wrong. Hopefully it's a great movie either way. Okay. My opinion? He's a little off. McConaughey is going to be brilliant. I like McConaughey. Who's who? Who? Who in our group that's here with us tonight has seen Killer Joe? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I've seen it. What do you guys think? You know, it didn't really hit me. I love it Killer Joe. It didn't hit you. I Are mean, you fucking kidding me? It wasn't bad by any means. I like. You should have won an Academy Award that year, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, I'm telling you, <laughs> that is some of the best. Creepy. Acting. It's so sinister. So yeah, creepy. definitely creepy. Wow. Creepiest scene ever with a piece of chicken. Oh wow, Melissa, have you seen it? Well, I gotta go back and watch. No, it. but now I'm very intrigued. Oh, you're gonna be super intrigued, man. You gotta check this movie out, Killer Joe. <laughs> and it's actually directed by the same director who did the ex- the original The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, Friedkin. Oh. So yeah, you gotta check it out. Have you ever seen Bug with Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon? Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, same same director there too. Okay, okay. kind of got the same vibe. Super super dark. But McConaughey is a genius, and I think he will be perfect as the man in black. Um, 
I wish Jamie Sheridan could come back and reprise the role like he did in The Stand, but of course he can't because he's passed away. But yeah, I think I think McConaughey will be great, man. What do you guys think? I, I, I don't really know the character a whole lot, but I wasn't too impressed by him in the trailer. He just he didn't, didn't you know they're they're just dis- man they're they're describing him as uh, worse than the devil, and I'm hoping that they just didn't put those scenes in the trailer, which is probably a good thing because they put too much in trailers these days. But yeah, I don't know. Spider-Man. I just I don't see him playing this kind of character. Hmm. I don't know. I like right. I like the likability of him. I like it. What do, what do you think, Melissa? I mean, I think he can do just about anything. That voice, I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, and that voice he he can he can turn from sexy to sinister in no time, right? That is so true. Hey, I was gonna do a dude and be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <gasps> All right, I, uh, I do like I do like Idris as the gunslinger, though he looks badass. Oh, I know he looks yeah. badass, but he doesn't really. Again, he doesn't really sound like him. Uh, I don't know, but again, we've only seen a yeah. few seconds, you know. So I'm willing to give everybody a shot here. All right. Um... In our poll of which is the best Chucky movie, uh, we got 16 votes for the original Child's Play. I think 17 now. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I think somebody else voted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven for Child's Play 2, four for Bride of Chucky, and one for The Curse of Chucky. Uh, it's looking like the original Child's Play is going to be the, the one we pair with the cult. Uh, I think that's smart just because it's the original. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that's what our listeners uh, vote for, then yeah, sounds good. All right, here's here's our boy Lars from Denmark. <laughs> he said, uh, you never read the French Valerian comics from 1967? With like an exclamation point and a question mark. So right. Oh, that's Lars, right? Yeah. Coming from Lars. <laughs> <laughs> Says, uh, they're awesome. And uh, they were a huge influence on Star Wars. Huh, look at that. Uh, Lars also commented, wow, what a great review of The Day of the Beast, uh, since he's the one that told us to watch it. It's a Spanish horror flick. You haven't checked out that episode, go back and do it now. We'll be here when you're back. So happy you guys liked it. I agree, it should be a cult classic. Everyone should watch it. And to answer your question, spoiler warning, uh, so in case you haven't seen The Day of the Beast, go back and watch it now. Uh, the rich thugs beating up the homeless people were the Satanists who who were preparing the birth of the Antichrist. The priest is searching for them the whole movie. (laughs) It It all makes perfect sense now. But he figures it out too late. And yes, Hollywood should totally remake the day of the best, uh, the day of the beast. My take looks like this. Sam Raimi should direct. I'm not mad at that. Okay. Uh, Dan Fogler should be the metal guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that too. <laughs> Dan Fogler? Yeah. He's uh, I can't not think of what Jack else he's Black doing. as you said. Well, right? I think Jack Black would be good too. Anyway. Okay. Uh Paul Giamatti as the priest, Bruce Campbell as the occult TV guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens as the virgin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope he did that ironically. I that was 
That was he meant that ironically, right? Yeah. Uh, she's, she's, no, no, she'd be great though. It's very ironic in the movie. <laughs> it's very ironic. Okay. In the, oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. There, I think, All right, we're coming around full circle. He just he just <laughs> wants him to whore up Vanessa Hudgens a little bit, but <laughs> she may be yep. a little too innocent. Oh, I don't know about that, man. Uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> I like Melissa's idea that that is that's definitely ironic. <laughs> uh, and we definitely have a winner for next week's film. Uh, our online poll garnered 21 votes for War of the Planet of the Apes and only five for Wish Upon. So, Aww. apes it is. I wanted Wish Upon, but... Well, oh well, we know where one of the votes was. Right. <laughs> Wish in one hand, shit in the other. And two, because I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you got your wife to vote for it. All right. Okay, <laughs> asshole. Move on. Uh, thanks to everyone to reach it, who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. Uh, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page. Uh, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. There, and if you didn't make it into listener feedback this week, we had a bunch because we took a couple of weeks off. So uh, we'll definitely be in there next week. There, There is one uh, quick shout-out I want to do to, uh, to oh, our right. listener, Jay Black. Uh, Jay, dude, the uh, Star Trek cards you sent me are fucking awesome. What? <laughs> Amazing. What's his middle name? Uh, Roberto <laughs> Antonio Ricardo. And that's because it's a play on the Babadook. Uh. It's an old <laughs> joke, man. <laughs> but, uh, Jay, thanks a lot, brother. I, I really appreciate the cards, man. I'm going to, like I, t- like I was uh, t- telling you through Messenger, I am going to be redoing our garage into a game room with a pool table and, and a video game console and a dartboard. Really? Yep. And um, it's going to make a nice addition to frame all that. So thank you very much, my brother. Awesome. Appreciate it. And now... On to the uh, featured attractions, if you guys are ready. Uh, ready. So tonight, we are going to check out... Well, <laughs> as we, we always have a theme, Melissa. Um, so this week, our theme is Accidental Superpowers. Well, well. Uh, nice. That could, could have been Teenage Superpowers, too, right? Same mm-hmm. thing. In this case, yeah. Um, so we're going to start out with uh, Chronicle, uh, which actually didn't come out very very far back i think it was 2012 and then we're going to talk about uh the brand new spider-man homecoming which everyone's been looking forward to and if if the crowd where i saw it at 2 15 in the afternoon where there was not a seat available in the in the uh in the theater is any indication it should do quite well i would imagine uh, yeah, I uh, yeah i read it's gonna do very well not a shocker um, all right, so as always, we start out with a little bit of uh, movie trivia. Uh, Chronicle, directed by Josh Trank, and he is also known for 2015's Not So Hot Fantastic Four. Jesus Christ. And not much after that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> all right. Uh, writer was Max Landis, son of John. Son of John Landis. Oh. Uh, and he is also known for American Ultra. And the TV series Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. That was like a good show. IBC. Like Robin Hood. Good You've show. What do, yeah. what do you yeah. think, Brian? I've never got a chance. I've read all the books. How how is um, it? I, I'm not. Uh, well, if you read the books, then I can't. Well, I never read the books, but I enjoyed right? it. It was very quirky, fun. Um, every episode for me left me wanting to watch the next one. I loved uh, Elijah okay. Wood in it. I liked his character. And, oh, he's, um, al- he's always good lately. Yeah, he's been picking a lot of good projects lately, so it's a good show. Cool. Recommended, definitely. 
Uh, Melissa, have you seen that? I have not. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I, I just, God damn, there's so many movies or TV shows in the queue. It's just like, <sighs> I got to take a deep breath here, you know? <laughs> there's so much to watch these days, which it's a good problem to have, you know? Um, uh, so moving on to Trivia Chronicle was inspired by various comic books and superhero movies. I'm kind of surprised. I I would have assumed that it was based on an actual graphic novel, like most of the things we love are, but I guess it's not. Um, so after the film's release, uh, cast members Dane DeHaan and Michael B. Jordan went on to star in big-budget superhero films. DeHaan, of course, played Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Jordan went on to play Johnny Storm in the not-so-awesome Fantastic Four remake. Uh, director Josh Trank made Dane DeHaan, Michael B. Jordan, and Alex Russell live in a house together for 15 days in order to create a genuine bond between the three actors, which I think is kind of cool. Um, so we do have another tradition here, Melissa. Generally, when we have a guest on, we and, and I'm not going to say too much about this one because I saw it when it first came out, but not since. So I'm going to leave okay. the uh, discussion pretty much up to you three, but... Uh, if you wish, you have the opportunity to go first. Would you like to do so? Uh, sure. Oh, okay. I don't like this movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> like at there all. you go. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I will tell you that. I, I did enjoy it. It's not a masterpiece, but... It definitely it definitely is not that. But I, um, I could not get away from the fact, like, all I could think about was... That Andrew kid looks like Leonardo DiCaprio, like on drugs, like at the end. <laughs> That's all I can say. I was like, okay. this is what it would look like if Leo went apeshit crazy. Right. <laughs> and then oh, the other boy. kid looks like, um, oh my God, what's that guy? James Franco. Okay. To me, right. I, I don't know. Sure, I think sure. it looks like James Franco. Has the Franco look, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what are we channeling here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I did like the appearance of um, what is his name? Is Michael Kelly as the father? Um, mm -hmm. He's the guy that plays Doug Stamper in House of Cards. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's creepy in House of Cards, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's not real great here either. Uh, but. <laughs> 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 not exactly winning father of the year over here. Um, right. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's not my favorite, um, but I don't tend to like movies that are done in that, like, amateur shot kind of way, you know, like we're recording it ourselves. Found and I'm like, footage, I'm, yeah. I'm just not here for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what did you guys think? Brian? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm Honestly, I probably enjoyed it a little bit less than the first time I viewed it. Um I know this movie should probably be a, a after school special about bullying because keep bullying someone that could end up a supervillain. Which wreck your world. Yeah. I like that concept. <laughs> um this is probably one of the few movies I actually like Dane DeHaan in. I'm not a big Dane DeHaan fan. You and Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that that guy that guy villain though, right? I like he I like Dane DeHaan. Ruined the Green Goblin for for a uh, while. I, I disagree. <laughs> I mean he wasn't that bad. Um, I like Michael B. Jordan in it. I didn't really yeah. like the the other kid. Uh, what you was know, his I name? Didn't either. Yeah, he was kind of bland. Yeah, he was like super vanilla. 
Yeah, and I didn't understand. I didn't understand his character. He was supposed to be philosophical or something, right. and then next minute he seemed like he was high all the yeah. time. And he was yeah. a little bit of a douchebag. Yeah, um, but I, I like the nice effects. Um, I like the whole um, them trying to um, figuring out that their power is like a muscle, and they well, have to work it out. And I like that whole aspect of it. And um, right. yeah, I enjoyed it for the most part. For what it was, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually was kind of pleasantly surprised by this one. Um, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, so forgive me if my review's not specific. But uh, I, I thought that I, I liked the uh, relationship that these guys ha- had, and I think that they did uh, like the found footage thing right. I like found. I agree. Yes. For a found, I hate found footage. And I like found, found footage, footage movies. Movie, this was pretty good. Yeah, see, I like found footage movies. That may be why as, I like this one so much more. Okay. As far as the relationship, I was a little confused because yeah. when you get introduced to Michael B. Jordan, it's like uh, Dana Han's character didn't even know him and the cousin were even friends at all. Okay. Yeah. Then they came off like they were such good friends, and yep. I, I, I don't know. I not, thought it was, not, it was a little odd. Well, but Not he also said that he wanted to be a politician. So this guy is, I mean, Michael B. Jordan is friends with anybody. I can't even remember what his name is in the movie. But uh, uh, I, I think that he did that. He accepted this this kid that was kind of a... Uh, a loner? Uh, yeah, like a loner and, uh, and, and sort of getting picked on and whatever. And, I mean, this dude is obviously super popular head of the football team or whatever. And uh, I like that he was he was just immediately buddies with this guy. Right. And then they had like a a real guy kind of relationship where they kind of fucked with each other sometimes. Yeah. Kept like I, throwing that baseball at each other's head. That shit was funny. Some reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I li- I like the stuff they was doing, the little the little pranks they was playing cuz that's that's probably something I would be doing. Yeah, yeah that was cute. And then and, yeah, uh, if you couldn't see Dane DeHaan, that evil-looking motherfucker turning into a bad guy towards the end of it, then <laughs> <laughs> you're missing something. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> kind of saw that coming the whole way. They did a great job of foreshadowing. Telegraphed. Huh? Yeah. Um but I I really liked it, man. I thought it was super fun. It was a different take on a superhero movie, in in a time when superhero movies were kind of at their peak, you know. Right. Which also is now. But <laughs> no oh, shit. Well, that was, I mean, 2012 wasn't that long ago, really. It was right. Like five years ago. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, you're in the midst of Avengers and stuff like that, and then they come out with this. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, were there any uh, any particular scenes that? that stood out to you or that you remembered particularly well after um, watching the movie? Um, one thing that I really, that I just now notice is um, as much as they was trying to hide their powers, they would often use them out in the open in the middle like of in the, in the, yeah, in the <laughs> diner scene where they're, they're stirring their coffee with the spoon yeah. without yep. using their hand and, and nobody ever notices anything. Yeah. I was they're thinking, moving I was cars like, and the, the waitress isn't going to like come by yeah, and be like, what, Hey, that's fucking weird. <laughs> that's that's one thing I remember. They they were and, they were pulling like a lot of pranks early on and stuff, right? Yeah, oh, Just and spe- good, speaking good, of the fun. waitress. Speaking of the waitress, she was rather calm a couple minutes after just seeing uh, the Virgin Mary that he made in the syrup. Oh, right. yeah. that she ran away screaming and the next scene she's she's pretty calm until her um her little uh uh, thing for the to bust the dishes rolls away. I'm, I'm I don't know. I just felt like people around them were I don't, someone had to notice something, right? I would think, or yeah. in the middle of a, a parking lot outside, moving a car. Probably something yeah. that's a little bit noticeable. 
and you know, fine. <laughs> what, do, what do you think, Melissa? Uh, as far as like my favorite scene, I'm gonna have to yeah. go with uh, really just like his epic like meltdown at the end, like that temper tantrum where he's all cracked out, Leo, yeah. and yeah, I mean it's <laughs> pretty badass uh, as far right. as that goes. But That's where you Kylo know, Ren could have gone. <laughs> ah, good, good analogy there. I, I like that you guys picked this one to do alongside Spider-Man because it's, I mean, the themes are very similar, but I mean, like with great power comes great responsibility, but you, go. you know, each person has used it for different things. This guy obviously used it for dark and twisty purposes, you mm-hmm. know, whereas Spider-Man decides to use it for some good. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Good. Cause uh, the character Andrew totally mistook what his mom was telling him about the, I'm stronger than this. Yes. Or, I'm stronger than all of this. He took it somewhere else completely. Yeah. That kid's definitely got some inner demons just on a regular basis. He was talking For about sure. like he, he doesn't drink and stuff, man. He looks like he's been heroin. He's been on heroin his whole life, you know, Yeah, <laughs> like he does. the dark circles under his eyes and stuff. Right. Yeah. <gasps> All right. Well, you guys, I think we're all excited to get onto Spider-Man, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So scores. Melissa, anything else you want to say about this? And before we move on to our score, we do a one on 10 scale here. Uh, nope. I'm, I think we're ready to rate it. Okay. We're ready. We're waiting for you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'll give it a five. Ouch. Not, no, not bad. Like straight down the middle. It is bad. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our our scale here is kind of like, if it's five, it's like, yeah, yeah meh. Yeah. <laughs> 5.5 basically means more good than bad. Nice. And then yeah. you go from there. Brian? Uh, oh, uh, my turn. Um, I'm going to give it a very soft seven. I li- I liked, I really like the effects in it. Um, <laughs> most of the characters I liked, like I said, I didn't like the, the cousin. He's just very forgettable. Yeah. Right? And um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a seven. You know, All right, cool. I'll, I'll I'll give you that, and uh, I'm gonna. <sighs> he was very forgettable, and I did kind of forget about this movie until we did it again. Uh, but it just from remembering when I watched it, I gotta go at least seven and a half. Like I kind of almost want to oh, push wow. it to eight, seven yeah. and a half. Oh, that was a good movie, man. I was really okay, Melissa. It was different, Melissa. Let me tell you something. I don't know how many of our shows you've listened to, if at all. Fuck you. Phillip, no, I have. Philip loves everything. Yeah. That's everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. Positivity most of the time. <laughs> you are. And it's funny because um, as I've listened to you guys, like you're the one that I definitely identify with more typically. Like I'm like, I'm always going, yeah, yeah, what he says. Right. All right. <laughs> cool. We like that, man. We're, we hope everybody identifies with, with someone here. We hope no one identifies with me because I'm usually the gloomy Gus, right? I'm the the Simon Cowell of the group. Are you gloomy Gus on this one? Uh, You know what? I'll give it a score. I'll give it a a six and a half, actually. Okay. Which is pretty goddamn high. From what I remember. But I just haven't seen... I don't feel that I'm justified in rating it because I haven't seen it since, like, probably 2013. Right. But I, I I remember enjoying it a lot. I, re- I do remember it being found footage kind of done right, the right way. Right. It was believable. They didn't have, like, six- until the very end fight scene. Well, yeah. Yeah, that kind of lost me. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do they have, what, they have, like, the fu- the cameras were on, like, a, 
they had the cameras yeah, moving around. They, or they definitely like that. got out of the found footage area on that one, and were like, yeah, picking and choosing what kind of shots. That went out kind of out of control, yeah. right? <laughs> but they did have power, so they could have had those cameras floating in the air, or whatever. So it's kind uh, of you're doing too much. You're doing All too right. much. No. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm gonna whoop this dude's ass, but just in case, I want this camera up here to see. <laughs> right? No, you're doing too much. No. <laughs> all right, you got me on that one, Melissa. <laughs> so we got a five. We got a seven and a half. We, we got, got a six s- and a half. Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's what did what, what did Brian give it? Seven. Oh, not too bad. All right, cool. So I, for the most part, we recommend it, unless you're Melissa, in which case we're like, yeah. <laughs> if it's free on Netflix, check it out. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Spider Man Homecoming. That's really why we're here, right? Yes. Uh, director John Watts. And he is 50 50 with me because he is known for Cop Car, which I absolutely loved. Still never seen it. Oh, dude. It, Kevin, you want to talk about a sinister Kevin Bacon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a good movie, man. And it, and it did a really good balancing act. And and you know what? I see that in this movie, too. He does a great balancing act of not showing kids as idiots. He actually shows the children. When when he shows something from a kid's point of view, it, he treats them as adults. He doesn't it's, treat them as kids. It's from the kid's point of view. A- absolutely. And he isn't, like, dumbed down or right. talked down to them. So Cop Car was really good at that. Um, and he also did, unfortunately, one of my bottom five of last year, Clown. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you can't win them all. Think of a um, depressing clown noise. <laughs> now we get in, now we get into what I call the, the the danger zone of summer movies, which is the writing staff. So, oh no! As our listeners know, anytime we have more than basically one writer, I get really worried. Okay, writers of this movie: Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, John Watts, Christopher Ford. <laughs> Chris McKenna, and, for good measure, Eric Summers. Damn. Aye, aye, aye. That's a lot. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay, now who had control of this movie? Was it Sony or Disney? That's the other thing. What the yeah, fuck? Okay, from what I read, this is Marvel's is uh, in, tr- in control of the creative. Okay. And uh-huh. Sony is basically well, benefiting put, the most financially. Put their name on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, made, right. that well, makes sense to me. I just was curious. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll knock a couple of trivia items out, and then I, I know we're all excited to talk about it. So J.K. Simmons had uh, previously expressed interest in returning to his role of J. Jonah Jameson, which, of course, he played that in the original Sam Raimi trilogy. Uh, however, once he was cast as Commissioner Gordon in Justice League... That was pretty much off the table. Uh, Jennifer Connelly voices the Spider-Man computer Karen. I was oh. wondering who that was. Huh. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Makes sense. Her husband, Paul Bettany, had voiced the Iron Man suit computer Jarvis. Oh, oh, that's cool. There you go. Kind of neat, keeping it all in the family. Um, and going back to the man in black, Matthew McConaughey had expressed interest in the role <laughs> of Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Oh, trying to get the, talk them into making him the villain of this one. Which so, obviously got written out. So. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> All right. Once again, you're our guest, Melissa. You want to go first? I loved it. Um, I think Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. 
after that, I was like, Toby Maguire? I don't know her. I don't know. I'd like pull the Mariah Carey <laughs> moment. I don't know her. Right. Um, I loved that they kept, um, like, I mean, it, it was like old school, like high school version of Peter Parker. And right. Right. that all of the high schoolers looked like high schoolers. I know that that is like such a novel concept in Hollywood. And when you have like 35 year olds playing 15 year olds, but right. I loved that. And it made it feel so youthful and real. Um, I loved Ned. I thought he was fantastic. Um, just everybody was, I mean, stellar performances. I thought the writing was on, on point. I, I loved it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't disagree with you. I, I can't disagree either. I'll I'll say that uh, I'll say I'll say that I'm sold on, on this guy's Spider Man. Right? Fucking uh-huh. A, yeah. And I'll tell you I'll tell you something else. I had a little little tiny twinge of a problem believing Keaton because for him to go from just a working schmo, Joe Schmo, to all of a sudden this super villain. Right. I was kind of like, ah, I'm not quite sure I'm believing this. But then the way he wrapped it up in the stinger at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe that's him. Michael Keaton we, was I fucking genius. Stingers, Tom no Holland spoilers. was <laughs> Tom Holland was genius. I am going to say that the good points are their performances, the storyline. I love the coming of age storyline. Yes. The scene, uh, there's a scene at the end, which we'll talk about in spoilers, that he was in a little bit of trouble, and he got himself out of trouble. Right. It literally, I was teary-eyed. I really yes. felt emotion in that scene, and I loved it. And I don't get that all the time in these superhero movies. Yeah. You know? But I would say that the things that kind of almost brought me out of it a little bit is anytime it showed Spider-Man and he was, like, moving quickly or something, a bit on the CGI side. Did you? I didn't, a little spastic. I didn't notice looking. it too much. I didn't either. I'm and glad norm- you guys did. See, normally I I'm the one I that had. catches I that wish shit because it drives me that. crazy. Yeah, that kind of bothered me a little bit. But uh, acting and storyline, phenomenal. Um, was the movie fun? Hell yeah. Yeah. I really love the intro, the way they started it with a film by Peter Parker. Yeah. That yeah. was so cute, yeah, the way clever. they did that. <laughs> I love the end credits music and videos that they were showing at the end of credits. I love the tie-ins that they were doing with different things. I love some of the Easter eggs that we're going to get into in spoilers. Um, it, I'm finally sold on Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Right? Yeah. It was not the last time. Aunt May is supposed to be an old crone. She's yeah. not supposed to be sexy. But now I'm sold. But Marissa Tomei is sexy. So overall, <laughs> overall, that's my takeaway. Before we get into spoilers, which I got a lot to talk about. Yeah, Philip. Uh, man, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much in agreement with all of that. It, it was very pleasantly surprising. Like I, I not I not even so much surprising because I knew it was probably going to be good and fun. Uh, but man, I I really enjoyed this one. I thought, like you said, Tom Holland killed it. I did not expect that much from him. Right, he nailed that Spider-Man persona. I love persona. what Melissa said about the, they're they're actually like it is their actual high school yeah, kids. Yeah, and they are. Yeah. God forbid we never fucking see that. You know what I mean? Like, and but it wasn't cheesy. It wasn't like a Disney movie. No, yeah. not at all. Or, or a Disney Channel show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I it, and I wanted to get into one of the characters, but we'll we'll get to her later, uh, in in the spoiler section. Um, yeah, I liked his love interest. I liked the whole. Uh, 
you know, trying to juggle school and and extra junk on yes. top of being Spider-Man. Yes, yes, yes. They nailed it, yeah. didn't they? They nailed They're it. Good. I loved him more out of costume than in costume in this um, movie. Yes. And that's yes, hard to do. That's hard for them to accomplish. There it is. is. Very well done. There is a scene at the end. Stick around. It's super fucking funny. Um, and I just the, like the last scene of the movie, uh, not not spoiling anything, is great. I love the way that they <laughs> ended that. That shit was so awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Every like there were so many moments in this where my whole theater was just erupting with laughter. Now the guy next to me was. Oh yeah, the comedy was amazing. Right. Yeah. It was. I, I, this is better comedy than. 99% of the co- quote-unquote comedy movies I've seen in the last year. And it wasn't... A, and it's real laughs. Yeah, it actually wasn't as forced as uh, even Guardians of the Galaxy, which had some really great comedy. Right. You know? Uh, but I, I loved it, man. This was it, one of my favorite superhero movies, period. Brian? Um, all I got to say is, uh, just like I said, Gal Gadot is my Wonder Woman. Tom Holland is my Spider-Man. Definitely. That kid he is Spider-Man. blows Tobey Maguire yep. and what's the, the model? Did they try to make like him look like a model? Man. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I still Garfield. really like him, but he's not any Gar- close I, to Tom You Holland. know what I liked about Garfield is he got the, he got the patter down. Because Sp- the Spider-Man I remember from the comic books. Very smart he, he always had these little smart ass comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guess what? You know what? I'll I'll will see your Andrew Garfield and raise you a Tom Holland. Yeah, because he got it yes, down sir. much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. <laughs> did. I, I can't argue. Um, I thought I I don't think I had one problem with anybody in this movie as far as acting. I love the story. It was funny. It was uh, emotional at times. And yes, Lance, I spotted a whole bunch of Easter eggs for possible future movies. Also, also some callbacks to. Um, the MCU previous movies yeah, that I, I'll bring up in spoilers, but um, yeah, I'm gonna just cut right to it. Cause I want to get to spoilers. This, this is a, uh, this is my Spider-Man movie. This is what go. I've been waiting for. Yeah. Very good. Well, I think it's uh, safe to say we're ready for scores right, and move on. It. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yes. All right, Melissa scale of one to 10. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Very good. Nice. Strong. Strong. Yes. <laughs> Oh, is it, is it on me now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to sound like a bummer after what you just said. <laughs> okay, so I gave, yeah, Guardians, I gave Guardians 2 a 7. Right. Remember? Yeah. And everybody fucking busted my chops for that. Because it was an awesome movie. I've been hovering between something and a half and the number that I am actually going to give it for like the last 24 hours because I wanted it to really settle and make sure that I really enjoyed it as much as I think I did. But talking to you guys, and for me, this is a good score. I'm going to give it a solid 8. Okay. Solid All 8 right. on 10. I'm cool with I that. I feel you. Yeah, if you were going to give this one a 7, we'd have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, hovering between 7 and a half and 8. Actually, I'm, I'm 8 for sure. I'm going to give it the uh, the same score I give Guardians. I'm going to go 9 and a half. Um, Whoa! And, uh, okay, so... To, just to before we get into spoilers, but it's better than Guardians, dude. Uh, better than Guardians two. It's not uh, better than Guardians, but it's better than it's Guardians two. Compare them, maybe two a little. totally different. Maybe movies. a little. Anyway, Michael, I I, I I say the acting is better. 
Michael Keaton's character, I actually really liked. I Kurt, liked Kurt Russell was totally underused in yeah. Guardians 2. I liked that they didn't go too much into his story at the beginning, but they gave him a reason for who he was. Exactly. Because if they, they didn't, they didn't kill us with the origin story. Because just again, when right? I was starting to think, man, this movie's getting long, then it was over. And then I was like, oh man, it's over. <laughs> I, I, I love the way they started it with with a uh, with a. Uh, with the Civil War movie. Yeah. That was fucking genius. Yeah. They showed the Civil War movie, and this is the, not for spoiler territory. This is in the first literal 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, they, oh they've, they've already released the that before the movie came out. You know what? I love the way they did that. And there's some other continuity stuff that they set up in this movie that are going to have repercussions for the other Avengers movies, which we'll talk about later. But those, I love the way they did that. They had the balls to do it. They were in the universe. In other words, he's in the fucking universe yeah, now. Yeah, they were in the period. universe. It was nice. Absolutely. I loved yeah. it. They didn't do this, oh, well, I saw a guy in green fighting a guy that was, you know, holding a hammer. Yeah, you yeah. know, they didn't pull that bullshit like they do on the TV shows and stuff, right? They're talking about, oh, there was an incident yeah, somewhere, yeah, yeah, someplace. Incident. Da, la, la, la. No, they, they fucking dove right into the Marvel Universe. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> who, who was talking? <laughs> who did I interrupt? <laughs> uh, Philip, you already gave your score? I gave my score, man. Nine and a half. Uh, all right. I am right there with you and Melissa. I'm going to give this a 9.5. For real. Wow. That's like I said. This this is top this, five list this year. Yes, this is everything I've I've been waiting for the Spider Man movie. Yeah, not it, not even just Spider Man. He he is Peter Parker too, and because that is almost yeah. like Batman and Bruce Wayne. You're playing two different right. characters, and he did everything I wanted in this movie. And I can't wait I'm a, to see nine point five. I can't wait to see him with the camera. You know. Yeah, like flying around doing the news reporter thing, the Daily Bugle shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's coming. It's coming. If they can keep it going, for sure, guaranteed. All right, spoiler time. Yeah, let's do it. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, cool. Uh, who wants to start? Can I just say I love that they put the Spider-Man TV show theme song in the beginning? Oh, that was I don't... awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. So cool. <laughs> that was my... That's going to be my music choice for the opening of the show. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the whole... Uh, yeah. That, all the music was fantastic in this. Yeah, yeah they actually did really good. About I, it, I love the uh, the closing credits music. Blitzkrieg Bop. That was great. Yes. Uh, one, of, one of the things I really loved about this is he just kept fucking up throughout the movie. Right. And I love that. Just because he's Spider-Man does not mean he's going to just save the day perfectly every time. He's a 15-year-old kid. Right. Yep. And... Yeah, even I, I thought the one scene was funny that he thought he busted a, a carjacker and it was someone trying to get into their own car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and just little things like that just I, I just made me enjoy this character even more. And um, I don't know, do, do we want to get into all the Easter eggs we've seen, Lance, or? Uh, yeah, let's do the Easter egg thing. Lance uh, walked out for just a second. But, uh, oh, okay. Um, how do you guys feel about the reveal at the end uh Zendaya's character? Saying my friends call me MJ. I right. loved it. 
See, well, I, we're I, we're not getting the traditional Mary Jane though. We're, her name is Michelle Jones. Right. That's what I was like. Are wait you, a minute. Are her name is Michelle, and she looks like you know the angry girl from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I kind of like it. I like her vibe. I loved her yes. character in this. I don't know how well she's going to pull off an MJ, but if this movie is any indication, I'm sure they'll do it well. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, but that's yeah, what I wanted to I, talk I, about. Yeah, I have no problem with them switching it up for yeah. the move for the MCU. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought that she did a good I job. I don't either. Movie. I'm so I'm sold on it as well. Yeah, I love the twist because I thought she was going to be the pretty girl and the the popular one from the beginning, and they were they really fucking pulled the rug out from under some that one. Right. Yeah. So I mean, she did great in the you know four scenes that she had in this movie, but right. uh, we'll see if she can uh, carry with it as a love interest on the next one, maybe. Yeah, I, I like her. My uh, my granddaughters always watch that uh, the TV show that she was on the, on the Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and I always thought she was a pretty good little actress. Yeah, and I think she's she she pulled it off. I mean, she had me believing she was like the outsider when she gave the finger. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. amazing, huh? You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. You know what's funny also is that she was in that Disney show. Have kids? Don't don't judge me. <laughs> the, uh, with uh, with a chick that actually could have pulled off MJ. You oh know? yeah, the, the redhead, the of redheaded. That's, that's what I'm yeah, referring to. Big, uh, was big it, busted, were... like typical Mary Jane. Mary Jane, and then Absolutely. she's like, "No, I'm doing this." Yep, completely different. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. They, I, no problem with that at all. Um, the scene I wanted to talk about real quick that was, uh, like I said, the one that really hit me in the heart was when, uh, you guys remember when he got tricked? Because, I mean, what I love about this movie is that he's learning, right? right. So it's, yeah. it's, it's like a rite of passage type movie. And he got tricked by Michael Keaton, and he ended up uh, getting his wings to go around and cut all the all the columns out in that mm-hmm. building, and it, everything collapsed on him. He said, fuck you. You know, basically he oh, left and he said, yeah. you're done. And that's the moment he had to pull his inner strength out. Mental toughness. That's Mental what toughness. Yeah, that's and he had to know about. exactly what that spider-bitten body could do. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, pulled that. it out. And I great, love that scene. Great scene because My he, scene the un- underneath that rubble, he went from a, a little scared boy to a man, right. as, in Absolutely. my opinion. Yeah, you can lay, very well done. You can lay there and, get a, and give up or get up and fucking do something about it. And he did. Yeah. <laughs> he sure I loved shit it did. so much. What, uh, Melissa? What, what was your, uh, what would you say was your favorite? Who, who was your favorite character besides, of course, the two main ones? Uh, Ned. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I love Ned. He's great. And like when <laughs> the guy he gets in the chair, caught, the guy in the chair, when he gets <laughs> right? caught by the teacher in the in the computer lab room, like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna say porn. He's gonna say porn. I'm sitting here saying to my husband, like, he's gonna say porn, and like, sure enough, he said porn. Yeah, you called it. Like, I do it. <laughs> And my my daughter asked me what that was. Oh, no. Now, that is the one thing about this movie. Uh, listeners, they do have a few four-letter words, just like we do on our podcast, so be aware. Yeah, because as, as, yeah. as soon as he said porn, my theater right. just yeah. broke yeah, out God. laughing. And she <laughs> turned and looked at me and was like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> We, it, yeah, ours erupted in laughter. It was crazy. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> that one in that final scene, 
Miles. Where uh, Aunt May comes in and sees him in the yes. Spidey suit. Oh, yeah. What the, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and they stopped it. <laughs> right as the, uh, it. Oh, yeah. man, that was great. I do, I do wish Donald Glover had been in it a little bit more. I like his oh, character. He, um, yeah, he will be more. Really? Because uh, his character um, in, in the comic books, his character is uh, also known as the Prowler. Oh. And uh, do you guys know who? Do you guys know who Miles Morales is? Nope. He is uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man right now. Okay. Ah, okay. He is the, he is the uncle of Miles Morales. No kidding. The uncle. So, huh. so we could and he does mention his nephew when he helps out Spider-Man. He says, so "I, I do have a nephew that lives in this neighborhood." Easter egg, huh? Yeah. I was going to ask um, you if there were any more of them that maybe uh, there, there, oh, yeah, there is uh, Easter yeah, eggs for that, sure. That was a big one, I'm sure. Actually, let, hey, Brian is our Easter egg. Uh, we need to do a sounder for Easter egg alert. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we if I find one, we'll throw it in right here. Let me check the timestamp. Hold on. Brian, what are all the other Easter eggs, man? Uh, let's see. Uh, did you guys catch the, the the callback to the Howling Commandos from Captain America? Of course. Of course. Yeah, uh, the, the grandson the or the son of the... Of the Asian commando, yeah, sure. He had the he had the picture of his uh, great 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 grandfather on the on the file cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I didn't from catch Captain that. America. We just watched huh. that a, f- a few weeks ago. Nice. Uh, we got uh, we got introduced to the scorpion at the end. Oh, kind of kind of that I did not. Yeah, catch. here and there. I was wondering who that was. Yeah, the scorpion. Yeah, the, yeah, that is uh, Matt Gargan. He's he will be the scorpion, and he kind of mentioned. Other other villains, mm-hmm. possibly the Sinister Six. Oh, nice. Well, um, they're taking the Sinister we Six. They're I thought <laughs> taking uh, Spider Man and running with it. Now hold on. <laughs> what's up with uh? What's up with the Venom? How, where does where does Venom fit into all this, guys? That's what's confusing um, to me. Is that yeah? Now after after saying that's part of the 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 universe. Now the Kevin Feige, the president, said it is not part of the universe. So, which kind of makes a little sense because uh, okay, there's just no way you're going to have this version of Spider-Man in an R-rated Venom movie. Yeah, it's not. It's not um, going to work. Yeah, I was hoping they wouldn't, but. No, I don't. I don't think he will be, and I'm okay with that. But yeah, and there's no way you're going to take the R-rated Venom and then put him in this Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, a, a yeah. Spider-Man sequel. It's not going to work. So obviously, uh, Spider-Man is probably going to be in the next uh, Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, oh, they they said the sequel to this movie after Avengers Four, Spider Tom Holland's going to lead the next wave of marvel movies he's going to be the guy so but he's going to be on the on the on the marvel side of things did they like own spider-man now they worked at a deal sony still owns the movie rights but marvel they marvel's the one that's making these movies if sony knows knows what they're doing but for how long who cares, well, uh, dude? Just fucking go with it, dude. Who gives a fuck if, right if now? Sony's if Sony's smart, if they'll keep good. it going. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way. Dude, there would be so many goddamn fucking cards and letters. Well, that's what we used to say back in the old days. In what movie? I mean, do they bring Venom over to the Avengers franchise? Okay, hold on. You well, know, you know? Can I put a pause on it real quick yeah. and ask Melissa, our guest, something? Melissa, yeah. have you heard of Tom Hardy? being the new uh, Venom in a new Venom movie. I had not heard about that. 
Okay, I want to know what your thoughts are on this, because we've discussed it ad nauseum. So what do you think? It's going to be an R-rated horror movie, and Spider-Man's not going to be in it. Huh? Yeah, exactly. What do you think? Uh, What do you think? I don't... uh, Why? Like, why why are they doing that? (laughs) Isn't that what I said? Sony. (laughs) Sony does not know what they're doing. Clearly. That does not need to happen. Let's let's put it. Let's can we stop that? Let's don't. <laughs> you know what I found myself thinking uh, towards the end of this movie? I was I was kind of jealous that they haven't that Disney hadn't gotten a hold of the X Men and done what they've done for the Avengers right with the X Men. I wish so much that it was better at this point. Yeah. But see what what I'm hoping for is because they're talking about this movie domestically over the weekend is going to make close to 100 to 120 million. Wow. I'm mm. hoping that companies like Fox who own the X-Men, who own Fantastic 4 are like, "Okay, let's make a deal. Well, let's keep the rights to it, but let's let Marvel make these movies from now on. Marvel Universe should just be its own studio. It has all the Marvel shit. characters. Well, Holy yeah. shit, what an idea. <laughs> I like the way you guys are saying that they put Marvel in charge of the creative part. I mean, let's face facts. Creativity and writing is what these movies are all about. Yeah. They're the fuel that fuels yeah. everything. Well, they okay? got the, the biggest company on earth supporting them. If they let the smart boys and the smartest guys in the big room make the decisions right. on the story and get the story right... And then they could just sit back and count their money. And then you don't come out with things like... Absolutely, man. Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Melissa, you might have liked that. Sorry if we offended you. I actually really liked it. No, I mean... It was was all right. I I would have given it like a... I would have given it like a six and a half, maybe. More good than bad. Okay. I mean, a little more good. And that's... I mean, that's real, yeah, strong, little right. good. Right. In the right hands, how good would that movie have been? Oh, it could have been fantastic. Right? David Ayer is a great director, though. How, He's done some fantastic movies. How good would the X-Men be if they gave it to Marvel? And, uh, I don't and know. I mean, yeah. This time slot. They deal. must have told Ayer, you can't do this, you yeah. can't do that, ba 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 da 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 Because he's made some really good, gritty California, you know, a lot of corrupt cops, and he's made some great movies. But yeah, the the Fury was great. The what? tank movie with the Fury, oh, Fury, is what yeah, it's called. Bit, yeah. Oh, did he direct that too? Yeah. Oh well, there you have it, man. So I don't know. You guys want to quit talking about this so we can move on to a little <laughs> bit of Walking Dead talk before we let Melissa go. Roger. I'm <laughs> sure. that. Hey, what do you think about Fear of the Walking Dead? Well, hold I don't. On, hold on. Hold on. Okay, sorry. Um, anybody got any other spoilerific <laughs> stuff they want to talk about? No. Okay, on we I go. That's it. All right. So this is why we brought you with us, Melissa, The Walking Dead, baby. We want to hear yeah. what you think, and we want to talk oh. to you about this and pick your brain. Wait, wait. I thought of but one. But like Philip said first, Fear the Walking Dead. No, oh, wait, sorry, wait, wait. Go ahead. I thought of one. Captain right. America. PSAs are awesome. Those were fantastic. Okay. Especially the one about those patients. Those were so cute. Yes, those were so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Captain so America good, that I grew up with exactly. right there. That's yeah. why he's not my favorite superhero. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now back to The Walking Dead. All right. So, Fear of the Walking Dead. 
I don't know her. <laughs> uh, see, I'm the same way. I don't know her. I won't. Like, I just, I don't know, y'all. Like, I tried. I really wanted to like it. Um, I stuck with the first, like, actually, I watched the full first two seasons. And, okay. like, I felt like from season one, like, the first two or three episodes, I was like, all right, all right. I, I see what you're doing. I like it. I smell what you're stepping in. I like it. But what the hell? Like, what happened? Like, I, I don't Stepping's like any wrong. of these people. I don't care if they die. Right. That was Ooh, my problem. That's rough. That's my problem. I don't that care. That is rough. I could give a shit about the characters. No. Oh, come on, really? asshole. There's a few I, good ones. Okay. Wait, what, about Johnny, what about Johnny Depp Jr.? Y'all don't like him? Uh, no, I was kind of ready for I'm, him to die a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> the little junkie. He's so annoying. <laughs> the one person that I liked, I haven't seen again, and that was Tobias. Okay. And that was like what? Like he was in like the what? The first couple episodes. That was it. Yeah, uh, that was I like that kid. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was a good character. Yeah, and out he went. <laughs> he was. He may show up really, later. They didn't I, confirm I, he was dead, right? I have heard rumors that he is coming back. That they're going to bring him back. So I don't yeah, know. I, don't know I, I think not. I think they will. I think they have high hopes. I mean, I feel like a lot of people liked him and people like gravitated to him. Um, when I went to my first Walker Stalker convention in Nashville a year ago, uh, they brought him there and people were so excited. Uh, people mm-hmm. loved him. He's a, he's a great character. He kind of like, he was that one that, you know, he kind of knew what was up. He's like, no, I know what's going down. Y'all need to listen. Yeah. yeah no shit. He, knew, he knew what zombies were all about, right? He, he saw yeah. the movies. Yeah. I, I liked him, so I, you know, if they bring him back, I might consider uh, trying again. I, I don't know. You I think I, the show will make it. I don't know. Uh, you know, a lot don't. of people are saying that the third season has really picked up and it's actually really good. So I don't know if I believe all that, but no. <laughs> AMC AMC loves their sequels and prequels and offshoots yeah. and. Yeah. Just think about Better Call Saul. They're they're still nursing that baby along. Well, look, I I I, I personally would prefer to watch The Talking Dead instead of. Ooh, <laughs> that's rough. I dude. love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm we need to say no more. What do you What are you thinking, Brian? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You're not uh, watching I, The Walking Dead. I seen the first season when the first season came out, oh, and. I've not really okay. picked it up since then. All right. Well, you you know what? Guess what? I'm I'm up to date. Okay. Uh, second question. Um, as a female, since y- y'all y'all put that uh, that viewpoint in your show, you know that's how you how you come across. Yeah. Right? What What did y'all think about the uh, uh, the little all female beach tribe that they had in the last season? Right. Yeah, the, the group that they came they came across, right? Ocean uh, side, yeah. Oceanside, yeah, yeah. Um, it uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it was way um, outside the comics, that's for sure. I mean, they were only in a couple episodes, so it's not yet. Yeah. Okay, I like, liked them. I liked them. I liked it's them better interesting. Than the weird trash people. See, okay, Which here's my problem with it: like the fact that I don't I don't really like a lot of these. Um, like one-off episodes, like where we've got everybody so separated in the group and we, we're not checking in with different people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have combined that episode with another one perhaps um, yeah. and cut out a lot of crap that we didn't need. 
Like, where the fuck is Heath, guys? Heath's gone. Heath's off like a dirty shirt. He's off out there filming 24 or something. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we've all forgotten about Heath from, like, I mean, how long ago was that? That was forever ago. Um, But it really wasn't. It was interesting. Um, I I think, like, learning the story about what happened with their group uh, with Negan uh, was was interesting. Yeah. and it just added another layer of brutality to his character, which he so desperately needs. Uh, not, not elaborate. A, not elaborate. A, not a Negan uh, fan. No, I she mean, loves Negan in the comics. I do. I do love Negan in the comics, and that's my problem with this. Like, and I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, y'all. Like, I love him. Like, I love and him. Other love stuff. Him. Um. Yes. And I think I would like him better in this if the writing was a little bit better. Um. I think. There is a difference in the way he is portrayed on the page in the comics versus the way he's portrayed on screen. And I, I do think you lose a little bit of that because um, because of the language issue. You know, he yeah. can't say fuck, be fuck, fuck, fuck every five seconds right. like he does in comics. Um, but he's almost cheesy to me. Um, we, uh, Key and I both, like, we we are very much for, uh, we call him boss savior, uh, 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 Simon. Oh, you know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like Simon. Yeah, so he to me, he's he is a lot more intimidating than Negan is. Because he's mm. very unpredictable. Yeah. You don't know what he's gonna know. do next. Oh, you have no idea what he's thinking. Like oh, yeah. any we, of the time. We were we were at Comic Palooza where he was and we were afraid to go up and talk to him, remember? Was he there? He was there, dude. We walked uh, past him. I said, Do you want to go get a, a sound bite? And he said, Nah, let's walk on. I kind of don't want to get axed. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> he's yes. really nice. I just met him uh, at the first of June, and oh my god, he's he's so nice, and he's so, we so weird. Got, we should have had the balls to go up there, like Melissa yeah. says. You, we might have got axed. I had some beach ball sized lady nuts, guys. There you go. <laughs> That's what it takes. That's it. So I mean, like, what do you guys think about about Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan, or as Negan as the TV character? See, I I haven't actually read the comics. I've read like okay, okay. The, I want to hear your opinion. The, then. the I've I've read I haven't read up to where Negan is because I've, I've read them okay. all. And yeah, um, I I loved him in the first episode. Yeah. Um, I wish he was there more because I really love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like I think uh, is, yeah. he's great. Uh, I think his character is cool as the other side of the pillow. Man, that dude is awesome. <laughs> and I. I wish that maybe they just utilized him a little better. Like I That's feel like he was, yeah, he was, good, he was real, a real hard hitter right. in that first episode. No pun intended. Huh? Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. And uh, <laughs> but then he, he kind of, I mean, he was around for the rest of it, but he didn't really do anything. Hmm. I mean, except kill yeah. that douchebag, but he had it coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, Brian, he did. Brian, what are you thinking, man? Um, I also did not read the comics, but as far as the TV show, I, I like him. He's um he's entertaining to me, and yeah. the way he portrays himself, like he's always when exciting he, when he comes when, on screen. When he gets his, it'll be all more satisfying, I think. As far as the way he portrays himself uh, to be this okay. leader and follow my rules, and I don't know, he's <laughs> he's he's entertaining to me. I can it. Without the f bombs dropping left and right, you know it doesn't kind of matter to me. Okay. Well, number one, as far as when he gets his, Brian, don't get your hopes up, brother. 
You have yes, a long wait. Okay. <laughs> now, let me go let me go into my my opinions because I have read all the comics religiously and seen all the shows of course, and I have no problem with him. I, I, okay. Yeah, he, he's a completely different character, obviously, but and I think a lot of it is because he's not allowed. And we were talking about this earlier. How why on sci-fi and why on FX? Because yes. I saw Taboo. Have you guys seen the TV show Taboo with Tom Hardy? I haven't actually watched no. it. There's shitloads of f bombs yeah, okay. in that, and they're literally said. Well, and I know it's not something that's bleeped out. They're going to tell Ridley watching Scott, it later nope. because <laughs> I record it. Yeah, true. Good point. But I, I record it on my uh, uh, AT&T, whatever the hell it is, and then I rewatch it later. So I know they're literally there. It's not something that was put in, right. you know, like a Netflix type thing or something like that, after afterthought. Um, I don't have a problem with him. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan as an actor, and I enjoy him as Negan. I think he's perfect. Now, I had more of a problem with the prior character uh, because he was supposed to be... I read all the all the books of the governor, ah. and he uh-huh. was a Hispanic. I mean, heavily Hispanic character, really. And he had a brother that he grew up with. Have, have you read any of the books, Melissa, of the governor? I've not read the governor books. I'm only okay. I've only done the Walking Dead comics. But you know, from the comics, he, basically he looked like Danny Trejo, right? Yeah. Okay, so he was a completely different actor. I had a huge problem with that. Wow, I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't like some sort of PC thing with that. Eh, it might have been a few years before that started. Yeah, I guess so. What did you think about him, Melissa? Um, oh, see, again, like, I felt like it was better in the comics. Like, I, I didn't picture the governor as this pretty boy Liam Neeson type. There you go! You hit it right on the... <laughs> you know? I feel the same exact way. I had a big problem with the governor. Yeah? Big yeah, problem. My- my totally favorite villains character. from The Walking Dead on the show have actually been ones that I think people have kind of like forgotten about. Like I thought Gareth was a really good villain. Um, mm-hmm. Based on, I mean, like that whole thing and how he got to cannibalism. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked him, and I actually liked the the uh, the claimers. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, Wait, I thought was those the, guys, uh, I mean, the biker they gang guy. Children. No, no, yeah, Gareth, like, no, Gareth was the guy that was eating the e- eating the people. He was part of the, yeah. the cannibal cult. Oh, right, right, right. The okay. biker guys were the claimers. They were the okay. one that would say, "That's mine." I, right, I, right, I, right, I right, 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 right. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Melissa. Those guys were pretty sinister. I mean, if you think back um, to season four, where um, they were. One of those guys was about to try to rape Carl. I mean, like that's some yeah. dark. Oh wow! Oh, that, that was you know. Wasn't that a great loaded. scene? Yes. It was. That, uh, that it was, made me mad. <laughs> it just does. I was ready to kill him. I know. They, it, I to me, like I, they were true evil villains. Like I, I mean, I don't know. So I, yeah, I, I'm just. I wasn't there for the governor. I like. You know, he he talked about like in yeah. his journal or whatever, like how he listened to Sinatra and I don't know ran a bubble bath and stuff. And I'm like, this is not a villain, right? Who is well, this? I, I think that the the point they're trying to take. I, no, I mean, like I said, I haven't read the comics, so I think the point that they're mm-hmm. trying to take is like uh, this could be Rick in an alternate in an alternate and, universe. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if if you if we had been following their story from maybe. the beginning, we may be rooting for Negan. You know. Ooh, that's a good way to look at it, uh, Melissa. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, 
I think if he was the center of the show and we never had met Rick, I think, you know, we might see things a little bit differently. But I at the same agree. time, I like that, dude. You open my eyes. Rick man. could be the bad guy. Um, but at the same time, like now, there was a big uh, uproar on Twitter the other day because um, are you guys familiar with uh, comicbook.com's Brandon Davis? Not at all. Fill us in. Uh, uh, so he wrote an article and he was talking about um, the comparisons with uh, comparing Rick's leadership skills with uh, Negan's and saying that their leadership skills aren't their, their styles are not that far apart. And I have to disagree with that because um, yeah. no. I, I think that Negan, he leads by fear and intimidation. Yeah. Uh, Rick is very democratic. You know, that's he always takes into to consideration sometimes. Right. Exactly. Almost to, to his own, uh, uh, you know, failure, really. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there are certain, like, for example, perfect example. Um, when Terminus went up in flames, thanks to Carol, um, you know, he wanted to go back in and make sure that everybody was dead. And everybody was like, no, 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 we don't need to go back in there. You know, they're probably dead anyway. Guess what, bitches? No, they weren't. Well, <laughs> you should have gone back in, just like Rick said. Rick wanted to do right. it. But he, you know, he listened to what his group said. And, you know, Rick's just got a really good um, intuition about those kind of things. And, I, yeah, I've generally side with rick on most things although in that in that period of time before terminus though when they were kind of out in the wild for a way long time mm-hmm. and rick said yeah, all right wandering i'm in charge y'all are going to listen to me and that's the fucking way it's going to be yeah for a while he was yeah. a bad he did yeah he it I, was I actually kind of dictatorship i did yeah. too I yeah the dictatorship yeah. exactly yep. i've heard it referred to that i just don't I, that's like, when i liked him the most too to be honest with you i don't I like hate to say that i don't like whiny bitchy rick i didn't that's, like Farmer Rick. Remember when he had his headphones on? Oh, and Tilling Rick. the garden. I was almost okay prison? with him. It's just the, okay. when he gets whiny and, and is, I, like, I didn't I didn't like Rick this season. For Bri- at least the first half of it. Hey, Brian, what, do you, what are your thoughts, dude? About Rick? Yeah. Like his oh, uh, I like, transition? I always like crazy, beardy, biting yes. Rick. When yeah. he <laughs> biting throats and stuff. Yes. That, that's my favorite, Rick. Okay. They too. call me Mr. Tater. They call me <laughs> Mr. Rick. <laughs> we call him Murderer Rick when he gets yeah. that. Like his murder face and the murder yeah, coat. Right. That stuff. Like, yes, the murder coat. I'm You're here like, for this. Oh, you done fucked up now. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love when he gets crazy eyes out. I'm like, oh, you, you, you done. <laughs> yeah, but it takes a lot to push him. Which I like. It, it does. does take a lot to push him sometimes, but yeah, once you push him, it's there's kind of no coming back, right? Yeah. Yes. What did you think about uh, the way they killed off Glenn? I mean, as you and I both know, Melissa, it was the same as the comic books. But yes. what did you think about the fake out death, like six episodes or whatever before that? Oh, well, I, I felt like it cheapened his death a little bit in the sense, like you know, we're, at that point, you're expecting it. And yeah. I think that so much had gotten out about the comics and everything. Um, we were really not for the way they did the the, the finale of right. um, season six. Just because, I mean, with the way things are now and all the spoilers that are out there, it was everybody knew. Like, everybody knew how this was going to go down. Um, I think it might have had more of an impact if they had you know, 
showed where they had killed Abraham, like where you could at least have seen the back connect with right. Abraham yeah. and they cut it. And then you think, okay, he made it. Oh my God. Yes. All right. Glenn survived. And <laughs> you then know, the opening, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you could have done the opening really the same way they really did it. But um, this whole who, who died, like really walking dead, mm-hmm. you're going to do this to us. You think we're stupid. No, yeah. you, already <laughs> you already know this is how this went. Right. So yeah. Yeah, uh-uh. that was um, probably one of the worst cliffhangers in history. I think <laughs> there's a right way and a wrong way to do cliffhangers. And, you know, that was just the wrong way. I don't disagree. All right. Well, listen, uh, Melissa, we really appreciate you being on the show with us. Um, <laughs> we always love having guests, but your <laughs> your animation has been better than most. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah Melissa, super great. Great. Thank you. And I'm glad we Thank talked you. about Walking Dead with you. So, uh, hey, real quick, before we ha- uh, do the closing statement or whatever, what where can we find you? What do you guys do? What's coming up? I know you guys don't talk fear at all, right? No, I, I told you right. I don't know her. So what are y'all talking about now? God damn it. She just, there ain't so, no Walking Dead shows going on. You can't see her, but uh, I'm pretty sure she's clapping. Right. <laughs> I don't know. The slow clap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, um, so we actually were pretty late to the podcast game when it comes to The Walking Dead. We actually are going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary next week, believe it or not. Um, All right. Awesome. Thank you. So, uh, I um, hear it. We're only a we couple of steps still... ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. still working we're on yeah no we're still working on doing our um like the back episode so we're actually we just posted our recording schedule up on our facebook page um so you can just search two dead chicks but we're doing our rewatch of season five and the remainder of season six that we didn't finish um over the summer so those will all be coming out up until the season premiere at the end of october um so oh, then nice. we'll be right back in real time Awesome. Go. Cool. Well, that sounds good. And you had an update on our Facebook page, didn't you, Philip? Uh, yeah. It looks like uh, we're, we're still we're shooting for that 1,000 likes on Facebook. Uh, by the end of the year, right? By the end of the year. We'll, we'll, we're, we're catching up. We've got 789 <laughs> right now. <laughs> you just hit the button. Right. I know. You I, hit I, the I button del- and I deleted fucked the up goddamn thing because that's what happens when I take control of the computer. <laughs> In my S major. 789, you're off. right, sir. You are correct, <laughs> sir. 789 likes. So uh, we're only a little bit away, man. Let's. Yeah, uh, we're getting there. Yeah, let's swing hard and get it there. If you haven't liked our page yet and you listen to the podcast, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Go to our page and like it. Yeah, and not to mention the Horror Returns discussion group. Oh, Roger that, yeah. Melissa, are you familiar with that page? I am. I am a member, so, awesome. you know. All the haters can suck it. They better get in there. Right. That's, That's where we all talk shit. <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. And look for us on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, rate us and review us. We love it when you do that. Um, you know what? We fucking missed a review. Huh? We actually, yeah, we actually got a, uh, I don't have my cell phone. We, <laughs> we'll have to cover it next week, folks. <laughs> this is Gorilla, Gorilla Radio at yeah. its very best. <laughs> but well, we do have a new iTunes review. It's at the very end of the show. Darren, I know out. it's from you, brother. <laughs> 
we promise to talk about it next next uh, week and get you a t-shirt. So, um, next week we go to war with those damn dirty apes. Ah. With War for the Planet of the Apes, as well as the original. And we will be joined by frequent guest Kevin Nez, who we all know and love, if you listen to our podcast. So, until the horror returns again, Philip! Good night. <laughs> yeah, I know. You kind of put me All right, spot Melissa. There. Otherwise, I'd have thought of something funny to say. <laughs> well, go for it, dude. <laughs> We're <Enough>. still recording. <laughs> we can always edit. All good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, guys. This was so fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We went a little long. Sorry. but uh, Oh, no. You guys are art. Not really. Awesome. It, our episodes sometimes are like in in real time seasons. Like they can be up to like two hours long because we get so much feedback mm-hmm. uh, from listeners that and we try to, you know, we try to read it all to keep people involved. But I mean, yeah, sometimes ours go really long. Yeah. We get, we get all happens. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much. If you guys ever, you know, talk about The Walking Dead or whatever, I would I would gladly join y'all again. Super fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, we always have Walking Dead episodes. Well, actually, definitely. every um, every time every time there's either a mid season or a season finale, we have a, a recap. So okay. Will you, will you join us on our, our next uh, mid season recap? I would be honored to, sir. Awesome. Cool. All right, done deal. What do you think, Brian? Sounds good.